What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to another fantastic episode of Your Guest It Dynasty Queens. I'm your host, Pamela Nicole, and I've got the lovely, beautiful. It's Mia J, baby. Back at it again. <laughs> today, y'all. I don't think y'all are ready for today. We have the beautiful, talented Lelina Rodriguez in the building, okay? Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Okay, y'all. Yes. But before we get started, though, I do want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Social Media Blast Off. Whether you're a model, artist, entrepreneur, you name it. You need a little help boosting up your potential. Go ahead and check out uh, socialmediablastoff.net. And go ahead and scan the QR code right here and get 40% off. Get yourself started today. I couldn't have said it better myself, Pam. Like always. You know, you know what's up. You know what's up. You guys, we have the beautiful Walina. What's up, Mama? Or Mama Sita, what's up? <laughs> I feel really good to be here, and I'm very grateful for the opportunity. I'm here showcasing my beautiful makeup done by my makeup artist friend. She did my makeup specifically for this interview. Her name is Sabina Karak. She's an amazing Miami makeup artist. Okay, period. I'm here for it. Okay. <laughs> so for the viewers that are not familiar with this beautiful woman. Go ahead and tell us where it all started. You're from DR, right? Dominican Republic? Yes, I'm originally from Dominican Republic, and I moved to the United States when I was 13 years old. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So how long has that been? If you don't mind, you know. <laughs> I, I would say about 13 years, half of my life. <laughs> wow. Okay. So when you first came over here, I guess, let's go back a little bit. So... I guess, how did your family end up in America? Where did you guys land when you first got here? And did you even speak the language? Did you speak English? Were you just like an Espanol speaker? Girl, give us the details. I was all about Espanol speaking. And the reason why my family came to America was because my grandmother petitioned my father. And at the moment, we had Obama's president, so he didn't want to separate any families. Mm -hmm. Therefore, my me, my mother, and my sisters, we all got requested to um, go to the consul consulate with my dad, and then we all got visas, and we we were approved for uh, residences for the United States, and that's how it all started. Then we traveled um, to New York. New York was our first destination. I lived there for about nine years. I went to school there. I graduated high school in New York. And after that, right after I graduated high school, I started modeling. Yes. Okay. Wow. Okay, so how did you get into <laughs> modeling? Like, how did that all come about? Honestly, it was something that I always wanted to do since I was a little girl. But I actually started doing it by the age of 20 because a pageant director saw my selfies on Facebook and he liked my look so he asked me to go to his casting. I went to his casting and then I, I got in the pageant and in that pageant I met a model coach and I went to her modeling school. I graduated from her modeling school. She connected me with a photographer that helped me build a portfolio and then from there I Took off. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. That is amazing. Yeah. So if you don't mind me asking, do you look like this beautiful, exotic supermodel? What's your height? <laughs> My height is 5'7". Okay. Without okay. Five, I can easily be six feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, what um, designers have you worked for? Tell us a little bit about some of like the big designers that we would know of, or our viewers would know about that you've worked for in the in the past. Well, I did work for Janina Bazaar. Uh, Janina Bazaar is that her name? She dressed um, J Lo a couple of times. I worked for Ferrey as well. He he also dressed Jennifer Lopez. Mostly, I 
I support and work with local designers that are coming up just because I feel more connected with these designers. These are definitely, they are local, but they are designers that put in so much work and passion into their work. And I feel like I want to, that's what I like to feel. I want to feel that the clothes I'm putting on have been made with love and passion. You know, a lot of the big brands, yes, they're cool or whatever, but they do have their clothes made by a lot of other people that they have working for them. These specific designers work passionately and they put so much work into their clothes and they do everything themselves and you can just see it, how they treat the clothes when they're putting them on you and how delicate they are. So that is definitely something that touches me and I personally feel blessed to be able to wear this designer's clothes. I think that's so beautiful that you feel that way and that you spoke about it so eloquently because, you know, it is a popularity game out here in these streets. I'm sure mm -hmm. all over America, DR, I'm probably really sure in island countries, like what you see in the States or like even in the UK is like the thing. So, of course, the big name brands. But the fact that you actually advocate for the smaller business owner who has the potential to be the next Chanel, the next Louis right. Vuitton, you know what I'm saying? So I love right. that. That's really cool. So let's go back a little bit, though, Avelina. So after you got that model coach, what was like the first big gig that you landed? And how long did that take to get that that deal? First big gig. Wow. Because I, I got a couple of gigs since the beginning with my first big gig. I would say my first big gig was New York Fashion Week uh, about like one year later. And I got to walk for a Dominican designer that was featured in, in New York Fashion Week. It was in 2017. And that felt really good to me. It felt really good to me because I'm like, wow, this is a big accomplishment. It was my first time in New York Fashion Week. You know, I'm walking for this amazing bridal designer from my country. And to me, it was definitely an honor. Um, I never connected with him again, but I did connect with uh, more other great designers as well and after that things just started you know uh, going bigger and I have been working with I have done like smaller gigs bigger gigs you know um, here and there New York Philadelphia which is where I met Fred and then in Miami as well I have worked out here big gigs to me I would say catalog bookings with a tennis wear company called Sophie Bella Wear. They book me like twice a year for their yearly campaigns where they bring out a catalog for fall and one for the winter. Um, so I usually get booked twice a year by them. That's definitely big bookings. Other bookings, I, I didn't mention this, but I also coach models for runway. So... Yes, so I do get those big bookings as well to coach models for New York Fashion Week. I have gotten it three times already to coach the models for New York Fashion Week. And to me, those are those are definitely big things. Um, mostly the coaching, mostly because I love sharing the knowledge that I have gained in this experience. I feel like it gives my life meaning. So that means a lot to me. <laughs> It's so, it's so cool the way that you so, like, it just rolls off your tongue. All of the big things you've done, you're just like, yeah, you know, that one time when I worked with this really cool designer, or, you know, did a little catwalk on that little old New York Fashion Week, you know, that thing we talk about in the books or whatnot. <laughs> so that's really cool. But you do it in a confident way, you know. Uh, it's not an arrogant way. So I do want to make sure that, you know, I, I feel that. I feel the energy. And I still feel that you have so much you like to do so can you like give us like give me and the viewers a little bit of insight on like what it feels like to be the model versus the teacher like what are some of those like key differences like on both sides of the spectrum when I am the model all I think about is how I look and what am I what what am I what message am I portraying to the camera what what are people going to get from what I'm doing in front of the camera? <clears throat> and honestly, it's really fun. 
changing my looks, becoming one person now, and then for the next shoe, I have to be somebody completely different. For example, I'm doing an editorial shoot, and then I jump to a commercial shoot. So it's two very different things, which is very exciting. But when I'm coaching, I look at it from the from the client's point of view. Like if I were a designer, would I want you to walk like that? No, I need you to walk this specific way. This is, you know, so one thing about me and my coaching is I'm very nice, but I'm also very strict and I want things to be as close to perfect as possible just because it, it, it just makes me feel so good when I see my girls doing good out there. And definitely to me, sharing the knowledge gives more meaning to my life than modeling does, I would say. Um, because it is a passion of mine to share the knowledge with others. Modeling was also a passion of mine since I was a child, but definitely sharing the knowledge. I feel like I'm happier when I am coaching. And and I see I see these girls that they have guidance now, which I didn't have when I started. So this just makes me so happy, the fact that I can help them out, get them get started in the industry help guide them on what are the right steps to make, what not to do, what mistakes I made that I can prevent them from making. You know what I mean? So that's, I definitely do feel like like coaching is, I feel better when I'm coaching for sure. Yes. I love that. Just, it's so inspirational, just, you know, from woman to woman, and then you're helping the youth, you know, and that's just such a big thing. It's a big accomplishment because you know, all these little girls out here, they need all the guidance they can get, especially in the world that we live in today. Yes. But I did yes. want to ask you, you know, you really like touched me with, you know, how much, how, how passionate you are with what you do. I love the positivity of that. What would you tell a little girl that's getting coached by like an agency or that's getting recruited by an agency? And like, what would you tell her to look for? And then what would you tell her to look out for? I would definitely tell her to prepare herself, first of all, because believe it or not, an agency doesn't necessarily prepare you. They send you out to castings. An agency, if you're going to step into an agency, you need to know what you are doing already. So I would say train yourself, whether it is with a model coach or yourself at home watching YouTube videos. Definitely train yourself on poses, how to flow with poses, get to know your body, practice in front of a mirror. It is the only way that you're going to be able to know yourself. If you practice in front of a mirror, I can teach you a thing or two, but guess what? My body and your body are not the same. My face and your face are not the same. So I would say get to know your features, get to know which is your best side. You get to know these little details about your face and your body so you can do great on the job that the agencies want you to do. And definitely look out for those. Look, every time you're going to get with an agency, do your research on the agency. A lot of these agencies are not legit, and they will claim that they're legit. They will ask you for money so you can sign up with them. And that is one thing that I consider a red flag. Why? Because most, most, not all, most legit agencies will not ask you for money. Because if they sign you, it's because they see potential in you. And guess what? With every job that you book, they're going to get their money back. So that is an investment they're doing in you. Definitely would say look out for those agencies trying to charge you. Do your research on them very well. See the models that they have signed. Where are those models today? You know? And also watch out for a lot of photographers as well out there, I would say, because a lot of them do not have your best interests at heart and they just want to get you in front of a camera in a very exposed way and ways that you might not be comfortable doing. And I always advise my girls to just make it clear. What are you willing to do? What are you not willing to do? Why? Because the moment you agree to a job and you are on set and you did not mention, I am not comfortable doing nudes, I am not comfortable doing lingerie or underwear and things like that. Guess what? You already got to the shoot. You didn't ask what it was about or you didn't mention that, that these are the things you're not comfortable doing. 
and now you are stuck in an awkward situation where you either have to walk out or do things that you are not comfortable doing. So those are little things I would definitely advise through. You know, that's a really good point. And I want to ask you to go even a little bit further with that, um, with that question. With those shady photographers, you know, we're in the day and age of the Me Too movement. So a young girl that's like 16, just fresh out the gate, just, you know, ready to get started. What are some telltale signs of like a potential bogus guy who could be a predator who's not even really in the industry? Like, what are some things to look out for in that regard? you know, to make sure that you're, you're good. <laughs> to make sure, if you're 16, I always suggest go to the photo shoot with a guardian or a parent. If you are underage, definitely. You never know what's out there. There's definitely a lot of predators in this industry, and it is hard to tell who is and who is not. So if you're underage, go with somebody. They should, they should definitely allow the guardian to come in with you if you are underage. Now, if you're a little bit older, have like your boyfriend drive you or and wait for you outside. You know, somebody driving you, waiting for you outside. Um, it's always about your safety. Share your location with your loved ones. That part. Definitely. Definitely. Definitely Share your location. Have those emergency contacts ready. Because you know the iPhone, when you press the button volume with the volume button and the power button, and it it asks you to send um, SOS messages to all of your contacts, you can do that. It will send them your location, just to make sure that you are completely safe. Um, I always had somebody at least like driving me, waiting for me outside, or somebody always had my location in every photo shoot that I was seeing when I was um, younger, and also when I was going to work with a new photographer, especially you want to work with new people you've never worked with before. That's when you want to be make sure that you are the safest. Yeah, for sure. That's good. That's good advice. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta be safe because you know there are creeps out there, and we just want to make sure that our viewers, those young ladies that are aspiring to all of the great guests that we have on this platform, you're listening to what she's saying. Yes, you're excited. You got that phone call or that email that, hey, you know, you have a great look. But that's a line that they all use. So you have to be able to really decipher and bring in somebody along. And if you don't have a boyfriend, bring your friend up. Bring, bring, bring your friend. friend. Somebody. <laughs> so I did want to ask you, you know, we touched on New York Fashion Week. Um, and you're in Miami right now, correct? All right. Have you done anything like runway wise, like uh, Miami Swim Week or Fashion Week in Miami? Yeah, so I did Miami Swim Week this uh, summer, and I I also did Fort Lauderdale Fashion Week, which is a little bit more north, about forty minutes from Miami with traffic. <laughs> Um, I've done Puerto Rico Fashion Week twice. I did Miami swimming for the first time this year. Um, and even though I'm in Miami, I traveled recently in September for New York Fashion Week. I went to coach the girls for Supermodels Unlimited, and I also worked for them. I got to go to an agency casting for MMG, which was amazing. And I also went to other casting for other companies and stuff and I'm going to say one thing I'm, I must say that I was a little bit disappointed at the amount of girls that were not prepared so this is why I say prepare yourself prepare yourself because there are a bunch of us out here that have prepared ourselves and we want that opportunity and then there is a lot of girls that haven't prepared themselves and are getting the opportunity. And with this, I'm not saying that they should not have the opportunity. I'm just saying that they need to prepare themselves. We all deserve the opportunity. But if you want it, prepare yourself. That way you don't make a fool out of yourself in the runway. And you don't make the designers look bad. Because if you don't know how to walk, you're going to make the designers' clothes not look so great. You know, so... This is a little bit about the industry that has been changing a lot. And 
Um, me as a coach, I want to train my girls to be the best in the runway. I want to make sure my girls know how to walk the model runway. This way, their clients can be happy with them. Guess what? If I were a designer and I hired you to walk for me and you didn't do a good job, I will not call you again. So this is the reason why I was a little disappointed. But it's okay. I guess I just continue to put the word out there and, and make sure that these girls understand that they need to prepare themselves. They need to prepare themselves. We are all worth we are all worth it of these opportunities. But we we do need to put some like we do need to cooperate as well by knowing what we are doing. Yes, you know? for sure, for sure. Absolutely. I love that. Because <laughs> you have like a little sweet voice, but at the same time, you're very stern about it. You're like, I was very disappointed. She means business. <laughs> now, it, is, it is about business in the end of the day because it, it does pay your bills. When it is, when you look at it as a career, it pays your yes. bills, you know? Right. So you need to be serious about it. That's why. That's why I'm saying prepare yourselves. You want it, make a career out of it, but prepare yourself first. You know what I also like? I like how you mentioned that, in a sense, it's above you because you're thinking about that designer that you're walking for. So the preparation is not so much for you being, you know, egotistical. It's really about the overall picture. So I respect that because a lot of models, honey, it's, you know, because me and Pam are both in the industry as well. It's just... It's me, me, me. And that's not going to get you very far. So you have to have a very, um, you know, an open mind. objective perspective. Open mind. Exactly. Um, Great. <laughs> I was going to ask also, um, so with that, what about some of the print work that you've done? Go ahead and shout out some of those magazines and that print work that you are so gracefully, you know, on the cover of. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... My first real print work, I must say that it was after I moved to Miami, which is very ironic because in 2017, when I was doing my second pageant, I was asked, where do you see yourself five years from now? And my answer was, I see myself all over magazine covers and I see myself all over billboards in Times Square. Five years later, I was living in Miami. Sorry, before the five years were up, I was living in Miami. And right when those five years were about, when I was about to make five years, I started getting all these magazine covers and billboards all over Times Square in New York City. Exactly what I said. So that that was definitely a big thing for me. It's a big achievement. And I was like, your words have so much power. The things that you that you declare over yourself have so much power on the outcome of the things that you do. And these words have been, I've been in the three covers for Supermodel Unlimited. I have been in about four catalogs for Sophie Bellaware. And... Among a few other magazines, I, I don't exactly remember the names, but <laughs> that's okay. But yes, um, <laughs> that's perfectly fine. I really like I really like everything that you stand for. Quite honestly, um, it takes a level of maturity and a level of you know um, just being transparent. And I like the message that you share with the girls too. Um, how important is it to have a positive? female role model like as you're coming up and I don't know you know per se you had a lack thereof I know you said you had to kind of prep yourself for this you didn't have anybody so how important is that and to you personally like what did it mean to kind of just do it just you know just like a fish in water pretty much um so I feel like it's very very important to have a role model me personally, like you said, I didn't have one, um, which is the reason why I struggled so much in the beginning and I didn't know exactly what direction I was headed towards. All I knew is that I was starting to model. And I, I, I didn't necessarily know, okay, watch out for this, watch out for that. 
I fell into a lot of holes and a lot of traps, which is what I personally tried to avoid girls from, what I tried to let these girls know, like, look, watch out for this and that. And they do need to have a role model so that they can, for example, ask them questions. And I'm not talking about a celebrity role model. Like, for example, I'm a, I myself, I'm a role model for a lot of girls that I have trained. They look up to me. They ask me questions. They're, they're like, hey, uh, this person reached out to me for this and that. So um, I let them know. Uh, you can respond this way. You can you can tell them, oh, um, my rate is this or that. They don't know these things if they don't have a role model or they don't, they might not even be like, um, they don't have a role model. They don't have anybody to look up to. And then what is, what is the meaning of all of it? You know what I mean? You, is, does anybody inspire you? If nobody inspires you, then what is the meaning of all of it? Having a role model, somebody that inspires you definitely helps you to keep going. And it, it helps, it inspires you in a way that you're like, wow, look at this person. One day I want to be like them. And that's, that, I must say that that is something that I, I did not have. And I, at one point, I was like, okay, my role model is, for example, at one point it was Kendall Jenner. And I'm like, now I'm like, why? You know what I mean? But that's because like, I didn't really have like a person there, a person that I saw struggling and they're like, do this, do that. I didn't have this this person for me to really like look up to and be inspired by. So I started looking at all of these celebrity models and like Cara Delevingne, for example. And I'm like, oh, I want to be fierce like her. But she wasn't there to give me any advice. So I definitely suggest, you know, finding a role model that can, that can speak to you and give you advice and help guide you a little bit. In this industry, very hard industry, very hard industry. Gotcha. You know, you're gonna be told no a lot of times, and if you don't develop thick skin, if you don't have somebody to to let you know you need to develop this thick skin in this industry, you're gonna cry a lot. <laughs> you're gonna cry a lot. So, <laughs> absolutely, I can attest to that. Yes, I love how you know she keeps it just extremely real. Because, I mean, it's it's really easy to have a role model that's someone that's unattainable. You know what I mean? And you speak from, like, just this humbleness to you where it's like, I am attainable. And, you know, I give honest, real advice. And I really do respect that about you, you know, because not everybody has that sense of reality. You know what I mean? It's, it's all about, oh, how do I, like crawl before people don't know how to crawl before they ball basically it's like well i see kendall jenner doing it let me just get there too i'm going to be on that same level and it doesn't work that way you know correct (laughs) yes definitely no everybody has a different journey for sure yeah and there's a really a key factor i'm going to ask you this how do you differentiate between a role model versus idolizing somebody because Mm. Idolizing somebody can be very dangerous. You know what I mean? Like we're talking, you have to have your own journey. It's not just going to be like, you know, hey, I want to be Kim, you know, Kim K or whatever, you know, everyone has their own journey. So how do you differentiate? Like, what's that fine line between, wow, this person motivates me, gets, you know, the gears going, but I don't want to be them per se. I personally believe that the biggest difference is uh, between idolizing someone that like you idolize somebody that's already big and most likely they started big. Like they started with a lot of money, a famous family or this or that versus a person who struggled to get where they're at. They're self-made. They have definitely cheated the system if you know what I mean like they're like oh I was at the bottom and I worked 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 for it I show you that it's not easy it's not everything handed to you in your hands a lot of these celebrity models that we idolize they get things handed to them in their hands um when you truck when you see somebody like struggling from the beginning and you understand how self-made um how they self-made themselves how they help themselves to grow, how they did this and that to make sure that they're in the position that they are right now. I feel like that is what truly inspires me. I'm like, okay, if they got this hard work done and they got through all of these obstacles, 
I can do it too. Versus a person who had it easily handed to them because they were born in a wealthy family or in a famous family, you know? So I that's that's how I feel like like I would different, differentiate these two. Absolutely. I man, I couldn't have said it better myself. Yep. And I respect the one who's working and hustling hard to get there, you know? I kind of respect mm-hmm. that obviously more than the person who's just like the silver spooner. Mm-hmm. Like, here you go. This is true. Sometimes those people are actually they end up being lazier in life than the ones who have to get it from the mud, you know? That's Nia, you had touched on, you know, we had just talked about um, all of her accomplishments as far as her billboards and, you know, magazine covers. Girl, I know you've been into some music videos. Um, I did actually <laughs> you were in a DJ Khaled video, were you not? <laughs> Okay, I was. Tell us about that. How was that experience? That was actually a really good experience. I got to meet him in person. I must say he's a very humble human being. DJ Khaled for sure is a very humble human being. He's he's somebody that you would you would want to be around him. He's got this pure energy to him and he's very respectful as well. That was definitely a long day of work. <laughs> it was a very hot day. I was there for about 14 hours. Wow. Yeah. That <laughs> <Set> life. Right. <laughs> but other than that, it was, I must say, it was my first time working with such a huge, huge production team. But I, yes, I have also worked before for um, John Z and Guayna in the Paranda remix video. Uh, I must say that was my second biggest production as of now. And among other music videos, for example, I was um, in a video that called Good Love, that actually King Rush Productions was the, the production for that video. The music video, it was filmed in Philadelphia. That was a beautiful video about a love story. Um, I also did um, a cover for Tyrese's album, How You're Gonna Act Like That. I love that song. I, yes, uh, it was a remake uh, made by Dennis Desmond. Um, yes, and among other music videos from other upcoming artists as well, that I don't necessarily remember the names of them out of head, but... Awesome. <laughs> She's like, look, I got a check. Okay. <laughs> I got a check. Work was done. <laughs> we know how it is, girl. We know. Oh man. So many, so many things to talk about with you. Like, what else? What else? What are you working on currently right now? Like, what's the project that Walina's just like on top of? What are we expecting to see this fall? I so <laughs> You see this? Oh, yes. This is part of my project. So, um, a project that I am working on right now is I created four different characters. Oh. Yes. Each one of those characters is inspired in one side of my personality. Like, for example, this is Lila. Lila would be more of the classy, soft-spoken side of me. Uh, She's very knowledgeable. Lila is very health-oriented, and she loves to help other people. So this is that side of me. Then I have three other characters. And with these characters, what I am doing is I am creating skits to share all of this knowledge that I have been obtaining in the past four years about the metabolism, how to take care of yourself, your body, your health, how to... How to Heal yourself from anything, anything. And when I say anything, I'm talking about anything. Oh. So, yes, ma'am. So, so it is just, I've been kind of like under construction for oh. the past four Love years. It. I must mm-hmm. say, I've been gaining all this knowledge about your body's well-being. And my next project uh, that I'm working on is definitely to get all of this knowledge out there in a fun way with my different characters. I love that. that is a really cool concept, right, girl? That is a cool Because you know, in in the in the industry, you know, we have to maintain. You know, maintenance is definitely one of those top three things that we always have to do. So the fact that you're out here 
telling, you know, girls like, you don't have to starve yourself, but this is what to look for. This is what to look out for. It's just, it's so knowledgeable and it's just so important, especially in the industry that we're in. You know what I'm saying? Correct. And starving yourself is never the answer. Never. Never. (laughs) (laughs) And I like your take on it, how you have like the different personas, because it kind of, it'll draw, you know, the viewer in or whatever. So I do want to first formally greet myself to, you said Lila, right? Hey, Lila. Hello. Hey, so we've been talking to Lila this whole time. Nice You've been talking to Lila this whole time. You don't want to meet Alea. Alea is a little crazy. Oh, I like crazy. <laughs> now, answer this. Which one of them, which one of them knows about the stars? Which one of them can tell me about my sign? Ooh, that would be destiny. Destiny. So fitting. So fitting. Tell us about her. <laughs> Destiny, it, it, Destiny has brown hair. She's very girly. Destiny is giggly. She's a flirt. She loves astrology, cats, and she is a colorful person. I like Destiny. <laughs> I do. I do. How, how important do you think the signs are to like our everyday like happenings and you know our personality types? Do you think that it defines who we are? Your zodiac signs? Yeah. I do believe the zodiac signs do uh, have to do with part of your personality. However, we must look at the entire astrology chart in order to pick a person apart. We must not judge human beings for their zodiac signs because, guess what? I'm an Aquarius, but you probably have an Aquarius ex that hurt you. Doesn't mean that I'm the same as your Aquarius ex. Period. <laughs> Wait a minute. Well, Lena, how did you... No, honestly, how did you know? <laughs> well, Lila has a magic touch. Lila knows everything. I'm sorry, Lila. Or which one? Destiny. All of you. How did you know? <laughs> it's an Aquarius thing. Pam is also Aquarius um, as well, Aquarius. girl. Okay, I'm feeling the Miss Cleo energy because she just told me about myself to my face, y'all. She's like, you never had your parents' ex who hurt you. I'm like, like hey, wait a minute. <laughs> That's something we talk about over drinks. Wait a minute. <laughs> it's okay. She's blasting me on the, on the show, y'all, but it's all good. That's how we know it's real. The personas are real. Mm-hmm. So when you're like on the catwalk doing your thing, who are you then? Like, which which persona is it? Mm. when I'm in the catwalk you know what that is a good question that is definitely a good question because I I feel like it also depends on what I'm wearing definitely because if I am wearing something fun I would do more of a fun walk so I would say that's a destiny walk and then if I have to do more of a fierce walk I would say that is a Leia which is the black wig the reckless one and if if I would have to do more of like like wedding dresses or um like um gowns and stuff I would say I would bring my Lila to the runway (laughs) She's got all these personas, and I love it. So I want to ask you a question. I, you know, looked and browsed at something real quick. You have your own fragrance, is that correct? That is right. Tell us about your fragrance, girl, please. So my fragrance is named Annie Dor. It's actually my name backwards. Well, Lena and the first three letters of my last name backwards. Yes, it comes in a cute little box. We have four different sizes and each box has three different scents. There is an oriental note. There is a fresh note and a sweet floral note. So you can all you can mix them all like layer them up or you can wear them alone. I personally love to layer two of them at once just because, um, I don't know, I just like the, the, the way the mixed scents smell to me. And uh, they come from Paris. They, when you make your order, they, they, they 
take the company takes care of the whole shipping and charging and then they send the package directly to your door and that's how it works <laughs> wow. so where can the people where can they find your fragrance like what's the name of the brand and where can they find it is there a website the brand is called scent craft and you can find the scent when you go on my instagram page Wellina.Rodriguez, and you click on the links on my bio, you're going to find my fragrance there. We have four different sizes. You can get 100 millimeters, 50 millimeters, 15 millimeters, or 5 millimeters. <laughs> Whatever you're feeling at the moment, I guess. Whatever you feel. Look, she got the persona <laughs> list too, and she's got the fragrance to go with each one. I'm here. Exactly. <laughs> I love it too. I love it too. <laughs> Willina, I had to ask. So I also I am just like a huge fan of the outdoors. I love working out. I love, you know, running and jogging outside. What does it mean to you to be like one with nature? Like what is what is that what does that mean? And then who are you in that moment? <laughs> Lila. Lila. Why? I if I'm honest with you. The reason why I moved to Miami was because when I was living in Philadelphia, I traveled to Miami on a business trip and I saw all these beautiful green trees and the water and the birds were singing and I'm seeing a lot of lizards everywhere. I'm like, wait a minute, this reminds me of home, Dominican Republic. So I felt really connected. I personally connect a lot with uh, with with the ground, I, I connect a lot with the water as well. So when I got the chance of moving to Miami and I I remember I needed to do some work on myself because I was not in a good state mentally or um, or spiritually. So I, I decided I wanted to go and ground myself so I would listen to meditation and just basically lay down on the park. I used to go to the park and hide in a little corner where nobody saw me. <laughs> and I was also tan. I was tanning and meditating at the same time. I know just that's connecting, right. <laughs> yeah, connecting the bottom of my feet and my hands to the earth. And it felt like if like if like if I was like exchanging energy, exchanging energy with the earth. And I did that for two weeks straight without without stop like every single day I would go to the park for at least 30 minutes and ground myself and it did an amazing change to my mental health and spiritually I felt fulfilled and happy and people were stopping me I actually got stopped within the same week I got stopped like two three times by people telling me whoa you are glowing purple Guess what? Purple is the color of my birthstone. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. So that definitely um, gave me, it definitely gave me like like a, a different meaning to life. I started to look at life like like it's beautiful. Do I have it? And if I have an issue, if I feel bad or sad or, or something, guess what? I have the park. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I have the park. I can go ground myself, and it, it makes me feel so much better. I can hug trees. I love hugging trees. When you hug the trees, you literally just feel it. You feel the exchange of energy, and at the same time, you are also helping your body heal by allowing all of those extra um, magnetic radiations from your Wi-Fi, from Bluetooth, from the microwave, from all of these, all of these things that are out there that are, um, that, that your body is just absorbing all of this and, and there's no way to get it out. But when you ground yourself, that is the only way to get all that accumulated stress out from your body. You ground yourself. So at the same time, you're not only working on your spirituality and in, on your mental health, but you're also working on your physical health, on, on healing yourself. It's very healing. Spoken like a true Aquarian girl. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just love how in tune she is with like herself and the earth. And I also feel like people who have that connection. And it actually took me a long time to be able to um, be in tune with energy. 
But I do feel it from people now, like in passing Mm -hmm. and people that I, Mm -hmm. you know, choose to have in my life. And it it changes. It makes a difference when you have that (laughs) sense of spirituality. It makes a difference. Did you always have that? Like even as a child or did you have to like develop that as an adult? I always felt very connected to the earth because when I was a child living in the Dominican Republic, I we had a backyard and a garden and I used to love being in the garden, just like playing with the flowers and stuff. And I even asked my dad to buy me gardening tools. And I, I used to do my own lawn with big scissors. I'm like, hey, I want to do this. Like, I, I used, used to love it. And then I used to, I remember, like, I would eat certain fruits and just plant the seeds in my backyard. And this was definitely something that I felt, like, connected to since I was a child. But then moving to the United States kind of, like, took that away from me. Um, not not that it took the, the fact that I wanted to be connected to the earth, but, like, I, I didn't really have a way to do it, you know, living in apartments, five floors up, so disconnected from the ground. And that 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 definitely made me like lose a lot of that a lot of that connection, which is what I feel like returned to me when I visited Miami for the first time. I feel like being in a concrete city like, you know, New York, in Philadelphia, like I would consider those like concrete cities. You know what I mean? You don't have a lot of foliage. You don't have a lot of like what you're what you needed in your life. You know what I mean? I'm happy for you that you're able to go down south and some fresh Florida (laughs) sunshine and water and birds. And, you know, that's that's great. You know, it's so good for you. Thank you. Definitely love it. Like now I live in a little house. I open my door and there's grass and and it's just beautiful. <laughs> it's like you're able to get back in touch with your your origins, your essence, you know? Correct. When you remember as a baby, as a child. So that's that's really cool. That's really, really cool. Okay. So what are some things that people don't know about Lima? Could be anything. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I do feel like a lot of people. Well, there is definitely a lot of things people don't know about me. Um, I am quite a loner. I love to spend a lot of time by myself. I. You might not look like it, but I also love to eat a lot. <laughs> because I'm the type to say it's not about eating less, it's about eating less. Hey. It's all about that perfect balance. <laughs> Correct. And I I enjoy I enjoy cooking for other people. I enjoy caring for other people. I especially when the person is sick. It's like I, I want you in my hand so that I can help you. I get on Lila mode. <laughs> Lila wants to help you. Lila wants to, to do whatever is necessary to help you heal. And Lila will be on top of you. Are you doing your grounding? Are you drinking your water? Are you drinking your green juice? <laughs> <laughs> Lila's a health guru. Right. She's like, you're going to Correct. I feel like a lot of people don't know that I have this like helping spirit, maybe because I have not portrayed myself like that. Um, A lot of people cannot see that through my pictures. And this is why I I am now doing what I'm doing with this four characters project to actually like show that side of me now. Look, I'm a helper. I want to help you. And it's not even for people to see that I want them to help you. I just really want to help the people. So... Yeah. Yes. I really love the helping people and, and it's it just it just makes me happy. I want everybody to be healthy. I want I want people to understand that there are other alternatives that you do not have to medicate yourself. And you, you, you don't need to go through all of that. You do not you can you can avoid this pain. You can you can prevent it, you know, and there are there are ways of helping yourself and you need to get to know your body because we're not all the same either. What works for me might not work for you. So uh, me studying all of these things for the past four years, I can definitely find out which type of body you have in order for me to help you correctly. So that is something that people don't know about me. 
Interesting. Wow. She's a true Aquarian. Yeah. Like I said, through and through, she likes the solidity. She likes to be by herself. You know, she's a nurturer. Like, girl. I did have a random question. And this is kind of like a, a question for all of us, honestly. As models, we have to do like different poses with different people, different props. What is the weirdest prop that you've had to model with to date? The weirdest yeah. prop. Like a random <laughs> question. I'm like, you're having to think. <laughs> it's gonna have you Always. Think that's <laughs> yeah, I mean. sensitive mind. <laughs> I know there's some weird things out there that people have. What's one thing you? What's one that you've gotten? A trash can. A weird thing. A who? A trash can, and not a clean one. Oh, yeah. That was probably the weirdest thing. It was funky. Well, a trash can. A trash can. Trash can. Oh, I know. Since you're talking about trash cans, I've had to pose with with the uh, the traffic light things, where uh, the ones that have the hand like yeah. stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> had to get on top of one of those in New York, mm-hmm. and yeah, and also a mail, a mail, a big mailbox. Oh wow! That are in the streets in New York. Yes, and other than that, it's been mostly like clothing, accessories, or 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 products like face creams, body creams, makeup, chairs, um, regular (laughs) (laughs) flowers. I guess for me, maybe a feather. Is that weird or is that not weird? A feather? feather? Yeah. A feather. I can't think of like anything too weird. Honestly, everything works. Everything works. It's all about how how it's captured and, and... yeah, yeah it's all capture. You, everything is great. Every prop, if you know how to use it, and you know how to how to capture it. It's you gonna can sell the product, right? Because <laughs> I'm sure for the trash can, there was some type of theme that. Oh the, yeah, the it was like this whole grunge um, in the yeah. desert type, like Mad Max Fury Road situation. So right. you know, it did go with the theme. It was just really strange, though. So I'm like, there's actually <laughs> there's trash in here. Like, are you sure? Like, <laughs> okay so i do have another question for uh walina so what are some things that you like to do like for fun we know that you are one with the earth and you like to be outdoors you know we know about your alone time what do you like to do like with your friends like i know you got some homegirls or some bffs that you kick it with like what do you like to do for fun believe it or not i'm a very simple person i if you if you give me two options, let's go party or let's go eat something and then go to the beach. I'm gonna go with eat something and go to the beach. What's your favorite food? So, What's your favorite food, foodie? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, I still you know it that it changes every time because my I feel like my taste buds change. So right now. I'm not even lying to you. My my favorite thing to eat that my body craves all the time is the ensalada Laila. <laughs> so it is a salad that I make myself and I chop so many things into it. I I chop like different lettuces and cilantro and, and different colored peppers and some cherry tomatoes, cucumbers. I add some extra avocado in there. <laughs> I You can add, add chicken or whatever protein you prefer. You can add eggs. I also like to add um, fresh cheese crumbled. I crumble it over my salad. And this just has been like my favorite food for the past like two months, I must say. <laughs> Yeah, before that, it was salmon and roasted vegetables with a little bit of, of um, like, mashed potatoes or something like that, but that was only for a little bit. And before that, it used to be mashed plantains, oh, yeah. <laughs> like a good Dominican. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. 
That sounds delicious. I'm feeling I'm feeling the taste buds. I'm feeling where you're going with your taste buds here. Like my palate, I, I feel it. <laughs> Do you like spicy stuff? Do you like spicy stuff in your food? I like to add a little bit of paprika mm-hmm. to my avocado. Okay. <laughs> yes, but I don't necessarily enjoy so much of like like really spicy things. Like especially if I'm hungry. If I'm hungry, don't don't give me spicy things. Like I want more like neutral things. Now, if I'm like if I'm not so hungry, then I can definitely take some spicy stuff into my plate and enjoy as long as it's not too spicy. Right. I feel that. And girl, you're in the perfect spot. You're in Miami. You have all these like Cuban places, Cuban coffee, the Cuban sandwich. I love a good Cuban sandwich, girl. Like, so Um, good. I love me their chicken breast. (laughs) (laughs) She's very health conscious and I'm here for that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I eat empanadas too. Okay, <laughs> let him know. <laughs> let him know. It's just about your portion. Yeah, moderation. <laughs> yes, you you can eat all of these fattening foods, <laughs> but in moderation. I you you have you have like one empanada, and then you can have a lot of salad. You know, because the empanada also is gonna have some protein inside. You know, so it's not all carbs. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, very true. Well, that's that's so cool. You know, Lelina, it's been a really, really fun um, experience talking to you, getting to chat it up, picking your brain. We love the energy. We love how you really advocate for the young girls out there who really want to make it in this industry. Um, I love how you're really hard about you have to prepare. Yes. Practice preparation is so important. You know, and I think when someone actually stops looking up for advice or looking up for a mentor or for for help, because we're not perfect, that's when you're gonna fall flat on your face. So I like I like your your whole demeanor when it comes to your positioning on that. So I would just want you to go ahead and plug all of your socials, the the product one more time, anything that you have going on. Let our viewers know where to find you, where to find your products. And everything that is Walina. <laughs> Perfect. So my Instagram is Walina.Rodriguez. And Walina is spelled with W. Which, by the way, I I have this necklace. Look at this. W. This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Interesting. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, my Instagram, Walina.Rodriguez. Right there in the links, you can find my professional portfolio as well. You can find my fragrance in there. And you can find my life, my, not my life doll, my doll, because I also have a doll from the brand Curls Popping. She's a black doll with curly hair, like my natural hair. Um, and then on TikTok, you can find me as Lena Rodriguez. Sorry, there's also another Instagram page for my characters that I just started it. It's called Natural Lena. Ooh. Natural Lena underscore. So that would be my characters Instagram page. And you can also find me on Facebook as Lena Rodriguez. Basically, everything is with my name. So I feel like that's really easy. <laughs> so she makes sure it's easy to find her, guys. Okay? Yes. Make sure. I'm going to have to check out that character, uh, caricature or character page. Yes. I guess both words kind of work. Mm-hmm. i got to check that page out. And we need to bring one of the other characters onto the Dynasty Queens podcast next yes. year. We need to talk to Destiny oh, for or, sure. or somebody. <laughs> For sure, just be ready to expect a whole different personality. I'm here for it. Like. <laughs> I am too. Thank you so well, much, the girl. Like we really do appreciate you know from model to model, just getting to know you and everything. It's just been an absolute pleasure. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. It was my pleasure getting to know you guys and and answering all these questions and and just feeling the energy. The energy is definitely great here. Really appreciate it. You know, it was a conversation. What interview? It was a conversation. Right. <laughs> conversation. conversation. Correct. Yes. I, I, I stand corrected. Yes. <laughs> well, 
in closing, um, this is Nia J. We just interviewed the wonderful, amazing Walina. Thank you once again, Walina, for coming onto the platform, talking to the young girls. Hopefully, you get lots of new viewers and people that can tune in and be one with the vision because I love it. I got the beautiful Pamela Nicole with me. Hey, y'all. And also, don't forget to like, subscribe. Go ahead and hit that bell notification down there so you can stay in tune with what's going on for the next couple of episodes as well. And that's right. As usual, thank y'all so much. No, thanks. So much. Thank you. Thank you so much for. Tuning in to Dynasty Queen. <laughs> <laughs> Dynasty Queen! <laughs> <laughs>